1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies See T-Mobile.com.
2: That's right the drive is live and it is a um, a tough reaction Monday here as uh, We're not going to Tom's watch bar this week boys I don't know that think, much Don't think I don't think we're going huh? to Tom I think we're going to have our Sorry, asses, Sorry Tom is here Toms was, Tom's was really enjoying yeah, us there. It was fun while it lasted. It sure was. We had a lot of adversity we had to cover at times <laughs> and a lot of fun. Oh. Uh, the drive is live. Chris Santiago is in the building. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm worried about Tyler um, in Vegas. You know he believed in that 34-20 to 20, uh, uh, score he picked in this game mm. for, the, for the Texans and those two touchdowns Dalton Schultz was going to get in his mind. So who knows what he did Saturday night into Sunday in Vegas, just getting.
3: Well, last video I saw, he had uh, he was double fisted <laughs> and had two straws in his mouth, sucking down sucking down uh, some kind of icy that I'm assuming had uh,
2: From Taco alcohol
3: Bell. in it. Oh, the, oh, was it Mama a Taco blast. Bell? Well,
2: yeah. That, yeah, the wedding was at a Taco Bell. They got a chat. A, a did,
3: did, does Taco Bell,
2: if you have your wedding there, at least put alcohol in the drink? Yes, yes.
3: yes okay, so yeah. so his blast, his Taco Bell blast, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, he yeah, he was laced up. There was some alcohol in him thing. You can
2: tell I saw him I saw him take his patented smiling photo multiple oh, times. Oh yeah, emoji so the, face. Yeah, he, he took it Mouth multiple open. times. So Did oh, Megan yeah. get oh, in yeah. a couple of Yep, Megan was in there. There's a, almost almost screenshotted and sent it to you. The <laughs> boat, late, late at night, miles wide open, but uh but uh we expect him to be back here coming up tomorrow, but Chris is in the building, he'll hold it down again today. Um, it is the final coaches show from D'Amico Ryan so we'll be out at five so make sure you stay tuned We'll hear what the coach has to say. He did speak a little bit today but we'll hear uh, what he has to say following us and this is this is kind of where I want to start man um and, and, and I've, I've, I'm really I'm really inspired by listening to you and Sean on the postgame show last night which I, or, I mean Saturday night uh which I, I thought was intriguing how it kicked off. And I'm just wondering, seven one three five seven two four six ten. you can chime in, text in your thoughts as uh, as well as you all on YouTube and Twitch. You know you can communicate that way also. How are you feeling right now? All right, a couple of days away now. The game was Saturday. It's Monday. How are you feeling? And the thing about it is there are no, to me, wrong answers on how you're feeling as a Texas fan, unless, of course, you feel like this season was uh, a failure then I, I can't get with you. Then I just don't believe you're a real person. I, I believe you're a <laughs> bot if you are if you're have believed and I saw that on, on on some people tweeting that I just don't believe those people are real. Uh, to, to anyone who would say it, it was a, a failure. But I, I how are you feeling now after the game? Where are you at? Because I was intrigued. I listened to you guys. Sean came out and said his mindset was more on, you know, the three to six months than the last three hours. And then you, you were you were probably more in a, a space where I think Larry, I know Larry was, and, and where I potentially was, and there was still some frustrations on how Saturday yeah. night went. So where are you right now, Texans fans? How are you feeling as you've had a couple of days to get through through Saturday's loss to the Ravens?
3: Well, I, I, my, I haven't moved off of of where I was immediately following the game. I I, I just I, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm disappointed that that the team went out the way that they went out um I, I'm disappointed that um you know you you show up and and you set you have more penalties in that ball game than any Texans team has ever had in a playoff game, which obviously is not a ton uh but it's still it's still double digit penalties and uh, I, I just expected this team to be 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 beyond losing games. Like that, um, you know. Th- this is a-, a game that that, as we know in the playoffs and, and against better teams this year, the Texans were going to have to play, uh, you know, extremely clean and efficient football and-, and and take advantage of opportunities when they presented themselves. And-, and I just didn't feel like the Texans did that. It's one thing to lose a, a-, a ball game to arguably the best team in the league. Um, it- it's another thing to go out there and and play play poor poorly. And and get ultimately, you know, ran out of the stadium. and I, And I know it was a tighter ball game uh, than maybe the score would would indicate. But boy, if you watch that fourth quarter, the way the Baltimore Ravens ran the football and just said, "Hey, we're just to chew this thing up," um, that was frustrating. That was disappointing to watch, and 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 it was tough as a fan.
2: Yeah, from the text line here, I feel good. I feel really good. The positive is to uh, to getting blown out. Is D'Amico and Nick know? that they are not there yet. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. They see what potentially the, the, the level you got to reach. Right. And, and, and what it is that is to that point, like, listen, they had a amazing season. This is an amazing season and they are so far. I think I heard you say that the other night, they're so far ahead of the timeline. But the part that, 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 Even in this game, I know it ended thirty-four ten. That it's hard to shake is is who it was. Who it was that that seemed to kind of let you down Mm -hmm. when it comes to what you're talking about the penalties. It was seventy-eight. Like you're not shocked by it. But this is a guy who has been in the playoffs, right? It's seventy-seven. It's sixty-nine. I mean, it's Jonathan Grenard. That's the. I mean, I, I. I thought I thought D'Amico was gonna lose his mind. Yeah. When they, when it was clear what the Ravens were trying to do and you just had to hold your water for two seconds and it jumped. It was the guys that you know that it was, it wasn't the guys that you thought would have the jitters or the guys that you would think would make the mistakes. Boy, eleven for seventy, that is hard to shake, and so many of them just pre-snap penalties that before you get you get off. Before you can get it off, like I mean, yeah. it's three, it's third. I mean, you got a third down and eight that you feel is manageable. And I heard Troy say, well, "Damn, now you you got to go to the entire different part of the playbook." Well, yeah. Well, you're
3: you're you're in, in in those situations. You're 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 third and eight. Well, you feel like you may be able to get it to fourth and and let's go for it, right? But when all of a sudden that that third and eight turns into third and thirteen, now now you're you're up against it. It's just I don't know, Ron. It's like it. it I, I am I am in fact I'll tell you i I'm more disappointed today now that we're having the conversation You're getting even more it. through it yeah because I, I, because now now let's let's get to Laramie Tunsil um and 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 really the, a couple of of the veteran guys up front that that were were an issue and and, and got us behind the chains multiple times um Dalton Schultz dropping the football. Right, second I mean, week I mean, in a row, and and look, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, man, now you getting nitpicky about this and that." No, man, if you're going to go on the road and
2: beat the best team in football, you can't, you you can't, can't have any. You, uh, what did you? You kept saying it Friday. They got to play a clean game. Yes, yeah. The I mean, you just can't.
3: You can't have you can't have those kinds of, of issues. And Steven Sims gave you a chance. I mean, while you were struggling, he gave you a chance. And and Baltimore goes three and out three straight drives. And then you miss a field goal. It just like the, the, it's just one thing after another after another that that would have given you a slight advantage or maybe a, a little bit of a lead, a little bit of a cushion uh to, to have something good happen in the second half, and and you just you ultimately
2: just pissed him down the drain. I know you, Clint, and, and I'm seeing from other people, as I said, how are you feeling? There are no wrong answers, right? I heard the different thoughts. Like if you are pissed off about Damn, we didn't even give ourselves a chance, and it was some of the guys that we depend on, to that didn't that didn't give us. A, you gotta, hey, you got a right, and you are good and fair to feel that way. If you are one that says, "Hey, man, we just ran into a buzzsaw and we and we got to get ourselves ready," but I am happy for the. You're good to feel that way. I know you started feeling better about the game as the week yep. moved on and you yep. watched more games. Were you surprised? Did it even, I guess, surprise you even more the difference in, I guess, talent and players yeah, I, that they had once you saw the Texans and Ravens on the field together?
3: Yes, one spot in particular, um, the defense. Like, I, I I think I think offensively... Because um, I heard
2: you talking about a lot of, like, Twitch players, that was yeah, a different Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it
3: just, like, we, we clearly, I think there's some things, we, we can react to the game and, and specifically losing the game and how they played and then... And then I think there, I think there's a conversation to be had about what we learned uh, and what was blatantly obvious with the Texans team after that game. And that's when the twitch and the, the lack of twitch and speed and explosion and, and and all of the above really comes into play. Of like it was blatantly obvious o- on Saturday. I mean that to me, I think you you got the you got the exact game that I thought you would get from Lamar Jackson, where he's gonna kill you with his feet a couple of times. And, and like I said earlier, like you look up, and you don't you don't think hey, it really hadn't. Hadn't been any big plays other than Lamar. And you look up and and they got 30 some odd points, right? I mean that, that's just who that's that's He's
2: got hundred yards rushing. Yeah,
3: that that's who that's what happens when you play Lamar. Like your ass better be able to counterpunch, and the Texans couldn't counterpunch. But to me, I thought offensively, I got to, I saw exactly what I thought from Baltimore is, is there were gonna be spurts in that game where they struggled mightily. And and now Lamar chalked it up maybe to some of the the uh you know, being off for two to three weeks, and any way you slice it, they they were, and I call those opportunities for the Texans to capitalize. Right, and the Texans didn't get it done. So I got exactly what I thought from from Baltimore's offense. Where I was dead ass wrong was the defense, and it wasn't about one dude. Right. It, it it was like you look at CJ Stroud, there's gonna be and I hadn't watched the all twenty two yet, but I'm willing to bet you that, that we're gonna talk about CJ Stroud leaving the pocket too early multiple times.
2: Yeah, for a team that didn't get any sacks, yeah. The one play that sticks out to me and ESPN did a really good job showing it, is Nico Collins is just running free or in the did. middle yep. of the field, yep. nobody around him, mm-hmm. and it did look like the accumulation of pressure all day. Yeah. started to get to CJ, and he seemed to just leak out, and then took his eyes off him and couldn't yep. see him.
3: We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I'm, 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 that's one thing I'm, I want to watch the film for. Was I I'm I'm, a, I'm willing to bet you a good chunk that that CJ left a a pocket that was getting pushed from the inside, but the, the pocket was still like like just give ground a little bit and keep your eyes where they need to. Now he's a rookie. I'm not. I'm just saying that that's we're gonna see that on the film. I would imagine, um, but. I'm not blaming that on CJ. I, my, my point is more about their defense. All four guys across the front, I don't think any of them are great pass rushers in terms of of beating their one-on-one matchup and getting to the yeah, quarterback. Man Matt and BK might be the, might yes, be the closest interior. with this. But as a whole, they got big-time push, right? And them linebackers are rolling, son. And his blitz and packages were. Oh, yeah. hey, and, and they are – you want to talk about 11 dudes playing on one string and, and playing on one accord and – and being where they're supposed to be, and getting there, arriving with violence. I mean, that defense was absolutely suffocating, and it it, it that's where I was surprised. I, did, I knew they were good, I didn't expect them to be that good. And I, even where I sit right now, were they really that good, or did the Texans just get exposed? We're gonna find out next week, obviously. Um, but but are, are, are they really that bit, good? A little bit of both. Sure.
2: I think I think CJ and maybe even Bobby. I think they may have seen some post from pre-snap looks to post-snap looks that they had hadn't really sure. anticipated sure. or seen a lot of. Mike McDonald is it was was really good in that game, and then you know, and we'll get to it when you can't when you can't offset that by running the football mm. a lick. I mean, at all. I mean, you take away a what was it like a sixteen-yard run? I think Devin got, and I mean, you don't get to get called motor today. When when Devin got <laughs> when Devin got a 16 yard, well, you take that away, boy. It was, I mean, it was. And and listen, you could go look up. Baltimore is not that good in stopping the run. Yeah, like what they like, they're not 38 yards. You can look at it. The Cleveland Browns that you've seen two uh, like two times in the last month, that's not good at running the football. Uh, they rushed for almost 200 yards on this Baltimore defense. Like that, This that is probably the weak part mm-hmm. of their defense and they looked like the best run defense in the league that that what that that caught me a bit off guard they couldn't do i mean this looked like early parts of the yep. year like hell I, I i was in there saying hell throw damien in there yeah yeah Like i was in there saying if you maybe he could just crease out three yards you know not to, you know something so that that you know that doesn't help at all uh from the text line how are you feeling about this game um somebody said I am I am not mad this time. I'm more disappointed. Down the line I'll be pissed. Yeah. And that makes sense. This is this was a year where you weren't potentially expecting to get to this space. And yeah, you could it be more disappointing. But down the line if they get to this space again, I I think the difference would be felt it would be felt different. All right. I we talked about this pre-show and they were talking about it on the crossover real quick a little bit was this a competitive game was this a was this a competitive football game because when you look at it fellas just just factually it was 10-10 at the end of the half right now steve sims comes up shout shout out to that KU hawk but steve sims comes up and gets the the kickoff return you had a chance to take the lead with a 47-yard field goal going into the half. We could have been 13-10 your lead, but he missed it, but it was 10-10 going into uh, halftime, and then it was just 17 to 10 at the end of 3. It's a one possession game at the end of 3 now and now it goes 17 to nothing in the fourth, and they worked them over. But watching that game, did that feel like a competitive football game to you?
3: No. No, that, that there was there was never there was never a time in that ball game even though it was 10 to 10 where the offense gave me a gave me the belief that they were going to be able even even if that offense the Baltimore offense even if the Baltimore offense would have continued to 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 look out of sorts and it was just about Lamar making some plays and because they were running the football they they got some they got some violent backs by the way those guys are running they're they're Damian Pierce. I hate to break it to you, they but them, them them catcher Damian Pierce. They ain't they ain't they ain't, they ain't patient looking waiting for a cutback. They're downhill Damian Pierce in that joke that Joker. But they, no, I, like even though the score was ten to ten, like there was nothing that I saw from our offense that gave me a belief that that they were ever gonna be able to move the football. And when you're playing when you're playing Lamar Jackson, uh D'Amico can have the best game plan and, and, and Lamar's gonna get loose for a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so no, I, I I so there
2: was never at any point where I thought the Texans are gonna win this game. Yeah,
3: they got a chance.
2: Even, like even at the like at the half, I was thinking, how in the hell is this thing yeah. 10-10? They never crossed. I know they never crossed the twenty-five. They may have never crossed the thirty. Well, I, I, I know that I know for sure. I know I'm damn sure for sure they didn't get in the red zone. If they I,
3: did, they backed their ass up because because would have tried to field goal if they did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if they got across that thing, they backed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it, it was. Yeah, it was weird to because if you said, "Hey, man, you got a one-possession game going in the fourth quarter, let's yep. go," it didn't feel that way. Yep. <laughs> it just, mm. it didn't, it did not. It did yeah, not
3: I, I I can't. I, I just had a hard time, Ron, as you heard on the pod. Like I have a really hard time just chalking this thing up to where I feel good about the season right now. No, I no. I, I, I just I just can't. We 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 got to – It's a reaction Monday, man. We we got to react to what the hell we saw, and I and I can't I can't sit here and. I, I can't sugarcoat it, man. That that was—they didn't. It's authentic- not about winning and losing. It's about the product that was. That was not the Houston Texans' product that I that, that I expected.
2: You said that. You said that, and I agree with you. It, it's one thing to lose, but to lose not putting your best foot forward, yep. not doing the things that you did, really all year to get you to that point, was. I mean, I, I mean, how many pre-snap penalties was it? Was it seven or eight? I know they had eleven penalties for the game, but well, I, mean, I know,
3: was... I know, I know. Laramie had two, and and every offensive lineman except for Dieter had one. So there, there's two, three, four, five just on the offensive line.
2: Yeah. And if Dieter didn't have to snap the ball, he might have. He might have got him one too. <laughs> <laughs> he might have got, got him one too. All right, um, it is a reaction Monday presented by our good friends at uh, at Shoppers John Deere. Uh, a lot to get to, and let's get to this. The uh, uh, The offense struggled. They scored three points in this game. What happened? What happened to Bobby Slowick, C.J. Stroud, and this offense? We'll discuss that coming up next. Dang it, Bobby.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
4: silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: It's Reaction Monday,
1: Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
2: All right, welcome back in on this Reaction Monday presented by our good friends at Texas Star Grill Shop. Well, out there now, man, I just bought me an uh, an amazing knife. Amazing knife. Sharpest knife in the game. Uh, that I, you know, sliced up some uh, uh, some uh, some chuck roast this weekend with. It's, uh, it's, they got everything you, you told, need. You
3: told me about that knife that you got down at Texas Star Grill. Now, I every did. time at the house, I grab one of them old about... About eight, nine year old dull, some nice bucks bro. that I got that can't even cut a piece of damn sandwich meat in half. And uh, That's a bad one. I, I, I think about that bad boy you got down at Texas Star Grill. I'll tell you what, I'm going to start doing down there because we, we passed by it right here. You know, my father in law is a big, and we, we talked about it before. You you and him would have would get off into some deep, real manly conversations about cooking and patting and smoking your meat and stuff like that. Oh, right? yeah.
4: Yeah. He, he, too, he's man.
3: one of them old boys now, and, and he don't skimp. He I mean he he uh he ain't afraid to spend a little money on that meat now. Texas Star Grill, they got that they got that good meat back there, and there and there a lot of people don't realize. It, but no, you, buy, you, you, you can buy yeah. that high dollar meat down there.
2: That's yeah, high dollar. Yeah, they got it. I you need to
3: get some of that, man. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, building, you're on I'm this building. journey you on, man. You're, I'm building if you, if, up to if it. you're gonna if you're gonna eat small portions, man, you better go on and get some of that high dollar stuff. to I'm you. building Treat up to yourself. It. I'm <laughs> building up to it. You know, I'm, I'm not real good at treating myself.
2: Yeah, man.
3: <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, get over, get over here and get some. But I, I didn't I didn't realize that Texas Star Grill has a dang has a dang. Uh, yeah, they do, and little, all that meat in the back.
2: In that back, yeah I, I mm-hmm. yeah. I find myself looking at it. Yeah, find myself looking at it. All right, uh, so. Um, So, Clint, I'm curious, man. We we gotta. I think we gotta get into this, and I think a lot of people are looking at this, and you know, a lot could happen in this game. And I and I distinctly.
3: What? Am am I seeing what I think I'm seeing?
2: What? Too short.
3: Too short. And there's a lot of folks out there that ain't gonna know who I'm talking about. That's fine.
2: TMZ live, by the way, on the television screen.
3: Too short. The actor. Too short, y'all. The rapper.
2: Did I say actor? The you rapper? said actor, Excuse
3: but me. but I'm sure he's acted a few times. The rapper, Too Short, he's got a, a film coming out at Sundance, which is a a film festival. Yeah, We're kind right on there. Where did you see the name of his? Uh, did you oh, see no. the name of his film? I missed it. Freaky tales. Hell yeah! <laughs> Freaky tales. Freaky tales. The titty. ones that I tell so well. Okay. I can't I can't remember the the pacing and and the his delivery, but. I, I do uh, freaky tales. It, isn't that isn't that right? Yeah. He had a
2: he had a song on freaky yeah, tales. Didn't? He, yeah, he's about to. Uh, I'm, gonna freaky
3: catch this, man. I'm gonna check that. The one The ones out. that I tell so well. Look yes, indeed. Sorry, I didn't Let's mean I man. didn't mean to break your train of thought. That's all right, I man. thought that was it's too I was Bay like, Area get you now. Yeah, I thought that was too short. I was like, what the hell is too short talking about? And then he's get, he's got a damn video of a film coming out called Freaky Tales. Freaky I'll be tale. damned.
2: Bay Area's own right there. I see you too short, but speaking of, you got a freaky tale of your own? <laughs> I ain't gonna tell it here, but speaking of too short, that that, that that's what the, the the Texans' offense was. They, they 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 were they came up short, too short, nothing available <laughs> at all for this thing. And and I remember, I distinctly remember someone texting it. Come on, I called the game. I thought it would be 27-17. Someone said a CJ Stroud led offense would only score seventeen. Come on, Ron. <laughs> and, and and you were fourteen too high. And listen. I, I can, I'm can. i surprised by three. You know what I mean? Yep. Three? Three, I'm surprised by that. I think a lot of people are surprised, even though how good Baltimore's defense was. You got Bobby Slowick, CJ Stroud. this offense. They have, by and large, been really successful. This isn't the first game they have gone in, Clint, where they have played with having some injuries or played at a deficit in talent. For you, man, three points... 213 total yards what happened from what you saw from what I know you're going to watch more of it but just from what you watched what you what what happened with the offense and why was it such a struggle uh,
3: to, to me I, I believe that their their weaknesses got exploited in a major major way um Obviously, we talked about the penalties. That that put C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick behind the eight ball immediately, and it happened way too often against this defense. Secondly, the inability to run the game, to generate any kind of run game whatsoever, um, became too much of a problem to overcome. Uh, because as you mentioned earlier, you've got a, a, a one of the best defensive minds in the game that has had 17, 18 weeks of, of watching C.J. Stroud and knowing – Boy, if you give him a good clear picture, he's going to know where to go with the football. He's going to get it out. So they were mixing things up. Um, I, and and here's the deal: when you talk about weaknesses, right? I think I think on the offensive line, uh, I think the the injuries caught up with them. You know, yeah. I think I think this is a game where the fact that you were playing a rookie at left guard. And a guy that you cut at the last cut of, of training camp at center. You thought those two uh, got
2: exposed it, in this game. Well,
3: I just I'm just about overall, just like you're you're whether like you you should have, you should have like this this offensive line. You should have hell. You should have first rounders across the board and 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 Shaq Mason at right guard. That's ultimately what you. I I guess I guess Juice is more of a a, a second rounder. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, you should have. You should, your offensive line should be full of dudes that are physically better than most as well as as I mean just as a group can go because you ought to have literally you ought to have a second rounder, three first rounders and, and Shaq Mason playing as your offensive line. And you were able to survive some of the year with with all the injuries and and, and, and the guys playing uh, that that were available. Uh, and, and this is a game where I think it it bitch in the tail. whether you're talking about the inability to, to 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 not give up too much pressure in the pocket or uh, the inability to run the football. I, I think both of those things were were exposed. but I, I think the big one for me, Ryan, is the lack of speed, well, twitch is the first word that comes to mind, but I know a lot of people out there don't understand that. Um, the the lack of twitch, speed, and a impl- explosion. On this offense, I think, I think was, was, um, I mean, just on Front Street. It was obvious that, you know, the ability to flip a screen out there and have a guy that can make a couple of guys miss, uh, the, the inability to, to turn around and toss it to a running back and have that running back make a couple of guys miss and, and turn a negative two play into a plus four play, um, you know the 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 inability we saw we saw uh, Zay Flowers catch a little catch a little pivot route and and make Houston Carson miss and he went and got a critical first down right obviously we see what Lamar brings to the table with the twitch and explosion that he has I just think when you're playing a defense of that caliber when you get into the playoffs you're gonna need guys like that on your roster you're gonna need guys that you can get the football to that can do those things
2: yeah there was. Like you could just chalk it up as as man, that defense was just that damn good. Yeah. You could but to to the point you're making is like they were out of their shoes aggressive, the Ravens yeah. everywhere because what you're saying. Like if you say in your mind, what is the thing that you have concern for? Like what would be the thing that would make you wait a tick? Or not be aggressive right off. Well, it wasn't the run game, right? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a run game. There's not – like, even Nico. Nico is somebody who at times it takes a while to – like a little bit little bit of time to get uncovered, right? Yeah, and, and his routes, when he gets yeah, uncovered, yeah. tend to be longer routes, right? Unless it's that little slant right off. But sure. outside of that, but there was just nothing that said, hey, boy – if we get caught one on one with Dalton Schultz, we don't like that matchup. That could hurt us. Maybe we need to keep somebody back, or the run is going to stop us to slow us down, or you know Hutchinson or Mechie is is going to scare us, or Robert Woods is going to scare us. There was nothing to halt them from just being ultraly aggressive to the point you're making. The speed, the the big playability yeah. out yeah. well, you, you
3: don't. But Ryan, like you don't, you don't even have the ability. The, the Zay Flowers play that I was talking about, where he starts like he's going to run a flat, and then he we call it. Some people call it a pigtail, where he just returns back inside, right? Like you, you got to be. I mean, anybody can run the route, but if you're going to create separation and put somebody on skates and make somebody completely like he made an NFL safety completely grab air and 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 not, didn't touch him when he missed the tackle. I said missed tackle. Really, he, he you can't touch that dude in a phone booth. Right, but like just the ability to run that route, and hell, that was a route where Lamar was getting pressured. Like that was an all-out blitz, and Lamar gave ground, allowed the route to be ran, and threw a five-yard route, and and, and Zay Flowers had a DB in a blender, and went and got the first down. Like you don't have that ability. Like there's not one person there wasn't there's not one player that was healthy for the Houston Texans. That could have presented that that opportunity. I don't think it's Nico,
2: and he'd run through people. Well, well Nico's got to run
3: away from people, right? Yeah. It's it's not it's not a like once Nico stops his feet, and look, I'm not I'm not banging on. Nico. And those
2: linebackers can can flow yeah, and Yeah, absolutely. Tack
3: but once Nico stops his feet, like it takes his he, he's I mean he's six four two two fifteen. It takes him a minute to get moving again. As it obviously not as it pertains to me, but at, like Zay Flowers. Like his deal is in and out of breaks, stop and start. Like we don't Tank Dell's the closest thing we got to any of that. And I still don't know that Tank Dell is 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 gonna be to me Tank Dell is more like what's the dude in 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 uh in Philly, Alabama, oh, Heisman yeah, Trophy. Yeah. Um Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah. Like he is more like that, like kind of a hybrid, can run great routes. He's he's long like like Tank is longer than he he plays longer than he really is. Um, there is some twitch and some change of direction that's really good, but I don't know that he's got that Zay Flowers type stuff, right? Tank brings some of that to the table, and he may be the
2: answer, but that, to me, that's
3: the like biggest Like, how big thing. of a
2: difference do you think he would have made if he were out there?
3: That, that's, that, this week? Not much. Not much. Because, I mean, I, I think he would He uncovers he, quicker. He uncovers quicker. Um, he, he does have the ability to go make a play when he just throws one up, so I think he would have made a difference – but but we, we gotta look at this thing as a whole. I mean, there there was zero run game. There was the pocket was getting collapsed. All four linemen were getting pushed into CJ's lap. Which again, against good teams, that's gonna happen. CJ's got to give a little bit of ground, keep his eyes down. But I'm just saying, like there were there were multiple things going on, not just the Twitch. I think the Twitch thing to me is not a reason necessarily to say, well, they lost this game because of they didn't have that. To me, it's more of like Nick had to watch that game and be like, damn. Like, we have, we have got to get – we've got to go get some dudes on offense. Again, tailback. Yeah. I mean, you look at San Francisco. They got Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel that fit that, that, fit that mold. I mean, it, you, you look across the league and, and, you know, there's typically one of those guys, whether he's a household name or not, there's one of those guys on the squad that can create that opportunity. The Texans just don't have that dude right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, i was just looking at the phone. Your old coach Dick Olin. It must be touched. I saw Dick just calling in. Did, he, let, Lord, did, did he hang up? He must have hung up. Oh, Dick Olin. Oh, only God knows what he's probably probably throwing papers in the air, watching that damn <laughs> offense and <laughs> what they could do. I do. I I do want to get to this as it is Reaction Monday. There are we've we've brought up two big major factors in this game, and I, which was most disappointing from this. Was it the penalties, 11 for 70, or the Texans' run defense? The Texans' run defense gave up 230 yards on 42 rushes. Which was most disappointing in this game? We'll discuss that next.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
2: It's Reaction Monday Playoff
1: Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
2: All right. Yeah, these are the tales. There he is. Yeah, you he heard that, baby. There it is. Chris uh, Santiago. Hey, that line I was looking for he said, These are the
3: tales. The freaky tales. The freaky tales that I tell so well.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, talk to him too short.
2: Yeah, there it is. Yeah, too short. Who uh, who jumped in the middle hey. of our second segment here? Maybe hey. In. hey,
3: short was a staple at the crib in the, in the <laughs> mid mid to late nineties.
2: cuss uh, yeah, words, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. just let them roll.
2: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I get the Bay Area. Him and uh him and E forty. Yeah. tell All right. Hurricane. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, welcome back in. Uh here was D'Amico. Uh he spoke today and uh jumping out and, and this was a this was a, a big thought. This was him talking about um uh the run game uh and uh and needing to improve that. This was D'Amico talking today.
1: The running game will be uh significant for us to improve upon. I think you see as you go throughout this game, especially in the postseason, right, teams that win games you gotta be able to run the football, right? And Sustained, and we weren't able to accomplish that versus the Ravens, and it showed up. So we have definitely areas to improve, uh, many different areas, but run game is one of those areas for sure.
2: Yes, the run game is big, and 38 yards isn't going to do it. But Clint, you got to stop it too, <laughs> and that and that is something that I think the Texans fans thought that that they they could excel at and would excel at. And I don't think anyone saw two thirty. Yeah. You know, it, with this run defense. Now I said it. You know, watching the Colts game, my biggest concern was that this just gets away from. But like I didn't think it would get to this point. And that's why I posed to you seven one three five seven two four six ten. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch as well, which was most disappointing, the penalties eleven for seventy and all the pre snap penalties or the Ravens rushing for 42 rushes for 229 yards in this game against the number 2 rushing defense uh of the Houston Texans which one was most disappointing for me it's the penalties i
3: mean and it's without a doubt the penalties i yeah. mean you you just you just cannot win uh in, in the playoffs in in those in that situation i mean i it, this this is the which one's the lesser of two evils, right? I mean, I I think I think the the forty two rushes for two twenty nine. I think I don't get I don't care what how good your defense is when you're playing a a a Baltimore team that runs it well with or without Lamar Jackson. To then have Lamar Jackson in the mix, the the dynamic player that he is, there's a good chance you're gonna give up two hundred on the ground. Um, the 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 penalties is is just. Absolutely, one hundred percent unacceptable. Whether you're on the road, um, whether it's there's noise or not, like it's whether whether you're lined up across from Miles Garrett or not, uh, which they weren't this week. That's that's the more the more frustrating part about the penalties. Again, to me is if Miles Garrett's across, even if you're Larry Tunsil, trying to get off, early. you got Miles Garrett or somebody over there, and they're 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 lined up in a wide nine. I can see you trying to get off a little early and trying to jump. I and mean, you got Kyle Van Noy across there. No disrespect, I know he's a good Is player. Kyle Van Oy's over there, right? I mean, it's like you got to be kidding me if, if, with, with with what was going on. And now I know, look, I know a lot of it had to do with how much movement the defense had, and and um, you know how they were covering up all the offensive linemen and, and making them all work and doing some different things. I, I get it, but the penalties, Ron, for me, without a doubt. It's it's unacceptable. There's not enough money in the building over there, at NRG Stadium. There's not enough cap space. There's not enough draft picks. There's not enough development you can do with your guys. That's gonna that's going to quote unquote fix that problem. Like that that's just dudes lining up and and being locked in, uh, and and playing. I mean, just play relatively clean and penalty free football. And, and we got a chance, but the, the penalties just give you zero chance.
2: I think you're right because you can control that, most of that. Yeah. Like, that was yep. that was you controlling that. And I'm I'm sorry, it wasn't that damn loud. Like, they, did, they, they didn't have – at some point, they didn't have blindfolds where you couldn't just look okay. at the ball. It wasn't that damn loud there in Baltimore. Those can – you can control yourself. Someone text in, the rushing for sure, because uh, we're used to lapses and penalties. Yeah. Um, I guess I listen. I think you're right, but that one was just hard to 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 see. Like I, I, and even me, someone who thought it could get away, and we did just see the Colts do this two weeks ago to yep. them. But it, but it, to me, it felt like this was going to be such a point of uh, of of attention going into the game. Like that was, we're not gonna let it happen, and. I'm not gonna lie to you, Clint. Now you tell me, and I don't like to use this because you don't know, and I don't. And these guys were playing. It just looked like at some point, I don't want to say quit, but at some point it was just like they were just accepted getting their ass kicked, tapped out. Right? Like I don't want to say like you know what I'm saying not quit, but it just looked like they just accepted just or guys were playing for themselves, and no one was going for, for gaps. Man, when Dalvin Cook took you down for 20 uh, to get in field goal range at one point, I'm just like, good God. Yeah. Like that part, because there is a chance. You tell yourself, like, Lamar has improved, but what you want to do is I want to make Lamar beat me by having to throw it, and I want to make Lamar beat me by having to throw it with Gennard and Will Anderson coming off the edges and and, and Rankins and, those, and Malik Collins and – I would like to, because we saw that part in the second quarter where they could get some pressure. Yep. That they, but hell, man, when they can hand that thing off, yeah. and now you got to play run, and now Jalen Petrie's walking up, and now yeah. everybody, like they never forced it to have to be in Lamar. And Lamar was was cooking when he needed to be. He was the, clearly the best player on the field, but they never made him have to drop back and beat him that way because they were just yeah. pounding him in the run. So well, I think you're I, as, probably right, but that would that was hard. That was really, really. It was. It was hard to
3: watch. I, I agree. Look to, to me though, Ron. I, I think. I think a, a a big part of why you had you had guys in the defense, not guys individually, but I think the defense ultimately tapped out um, was the offense was leaving them on the field too damn long. Yeah. I mean, you you you're you're playing a team that didn't play week one. They've had a bye. They're fresher than you. You've been banged up, particularly on the defensive line. You've been banged up all year long. So these guys are playing. They came in limping anyway. They've played 18, 18 19 straight games, um, or, or weeks. And um, you're against a team that is 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 their whole goal is to make you submit. Their right. whole they are they are going to punish you if they can. And your
2: offense doing nothing.
3: And you're and, and and not just not just nothing, Ron. The the problem is. They they didn't give their defense a chance to breathe for four quarters. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was constant. Just and, and I don't know that anybody's gonna stand up against Baltimore if that's the case. Like if an, if the offense can't give your defense just a chance to gather their gather their thoughts and breathe a little bit, I, I don't know that any any I don't know that Baltimore's not gonna take anybody's soul that's still in these playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just it's just un, it's it's just it's unfair to expect him now. To your point. About midway through that fourth quarter, with about eight minutes left in the ball game,
2: it was hard to watch. Yeah, that, that was yeah. People saying agreeing with you, the penalties, especially the ones on Tunzel. Uh, the story of the game was, but those uh, this that was the story of the game, the running, but those penalties did stall us when we were driving. All right, your old coach Dick Olin, as Clint was saying, man, it, it, you know the run defense was tough, but a lot of that was because the offense couldn't get on the field. What what the hell happened? What did you see? What was Were you surprised by the performance from the Texans' offense?
4: Uh, hey, am I on the air now talking? You're on the air, Dick. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, first of all, what Clint said, I, I agree with the penalties. That's the most important thing. That had to be cleaned up. Number two, from before you this morning, talk about our OC and talking about how he didn't do this and that. Let me tell you something. The hardest thing in the world to do is to call plays, and especially if things are not working. You spend all that time putting together a a game plan, alternatives, all of these things, and then nothing works, and you're still trying to move the football, still trying to run. That's a son of a gun. That's harder than heck. I don't care who's calling plays. That's a son of a gun. That's number one. And number two, the other thing that Clint talked about, have the defense save you and so on, I used to get upset with my defensive coordinators when they would tell me that the offense needs to stay on the field longer. I would tell them, if you don't want to be on the field longer than three plays, then stop them and get the hell off the field. Don't come to me when they're sticking it up your ass and tell me on offense that we have to run farther. No, they're stopping us. They're better than we are, and we don't have an answer, and we're trying like, to fix it. So don't come with me with that. Then the last thing, when the field goal kicker missed, first of all, I don't like kickers to begin with. And the thing is, is that Sterner, when he was a senior, we missed the field goal to win the game in the playoffs. And Clint, I hope you remember that. And then we are in the playoffs again against North Shore. We miss a damn extra point, and we get beat 35-34. So I'm not a fan of kickers. We don't let them shower with our guys anyway. They have to go on another locker area, but the thing is is that I was proud of the Texans. I thought they did a great job and people don't give Baltimore enough credit. I mean, that's a great team and we're trying to get to that level. So for them, they played as well as they could possibly play. And the thing that you people don't understand, and you're in the media, how often did the Baltimore Ravens hear about how they choked all the time in the the, uh, postseason? They're 1-3. and So you don't think that was hammered home for their open dates? Absolutely. So they were definitely aware of that fact, and they were ready to play. It was a hell of a game for a while. And to be in, what was it, 10-10 at halftime, right? Yep. I mean, for us to be in that position, that was miraculous, considering that we weren't moving the ball well at all. As far as running backs... To, yeah, go to, ahead. Hey,
3: speak speak a little bit to the, the 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 frustrations of of all the penalties and how difficult that is to come o- to, to overcome as a play caller in an offense.
4: Yeah, yeah, you can't do it because you're always behind a chain, and now you got to reevaluate what you have. And there's not many plays that you plan that are first and fifteen. That just doesn't come off, or first and twenty for a hold. That doesn't happen a whole lot. You've got a couple things that we can do, but it's extremely difficult to make up, so you're always playing behind, and you don't want to be in that situation as a play caller. But to call plays is a son of a gun, and uh, it it really is hard. And you go by your play sheets and look at everything, and you just don't have enough plays in your repertoire to overcome that many penalties that we had. I can't. How many times did we start off behind the chains, first and fifteen or first and twenty? They were a bunch.
2: All right, that's uh, that's uh, we appreciate you, Dick. That's, uh, that's tricky Paul, Dick. It's tricky Coach. Dick right you there. Three son of a guns, <laughs> Dick. I'm just not certain that you can't allow uh, kickers to shower in in the same slot. <laughs> I'm not certain that, that it's the case any longer, Dick. I I don't. Uh, I think I think Dick was joking. <laughs> I I think, I think Dick was joking. <laughs> I, I the, think he made our kicker wait until we all got done before he let him shower. He remembers that North Shore, Uh-oh.
3: 35-34. We lost to David Boston, them boys up in Humble, man. We, we, uh, got last second field goal, man. Mm.
2: Mm. All right, yeah, man, there, there, there was a lot there that <laughs> – one of my man said Baltimore was getting off in three damn plays. Y'all can get off <laughs> in three damn plays. All right, coming up, uh, listen, when you have – I know it's disappointing now, but overall, when you have the type of season that the Texans have, now you have to look at the downside and it looks like the downside could come a lot quicker than I think many people thought it would. We'll discuss that coming up next on this Big 3 at 3.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today